today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. New poll out, Global Ipsos poll. If Ontario, uh, if there was an Ontario election held today, the Ontario PCs under Doug Ford would have a majority to talk about this and other things in in around the Ontario election campaign. Christopher Cochran is with us, Department of Political Science, University of Toronto. He is with us now. Christopher, thank you for taking the time to join us. We appreciate this. My pleasure. Any surprises with this poll that has come out? None at all. I wasn't surprised to see Doug Ford carry the, the PC support. You've seen them up in the polls for, for quite a while now. Uh, it's clear that people are dissatisfied with a long-time incumbent government, and they'd like to see change. And I think over the next couple of weeks, you'll see more and more people focusing about whether or not the Conservatives are the kind of change they want. And we've seen in the past that the Liberals were down and out in the polls, and it wasn't looking very good for them going into the election campaign. And they managed to pull it off anyway, so it's certainly still up in the air. Boy, is it ever. And I mean, all you have to do is look at the last couple of elections to see that uh, that is so true. Uh, are, the, are Ontarians scared of Doug Ford? That's, that's the picture that seems to be painted of him. Well, he's, you know, he's said to be a polarizing figure in the sense that the people who you know, don't like him tend not to really not like him, and the people who really do like him tend to really like him a lot. So, you know, that's a, obviously a plus and a minus for a candidate. I think he's done a good job so far throughout the leadership campaign and since being elected and just sticking to a, a relatively moderate tone in his in his meetings and in his in his interviews. Uh, he hasn't really pronounced anything that's too radical. He's certainly, you know, in some ways he's uh, uh, he's similar in, in, in terms of his brother's policies and uh, you know, respect for taxpayers was the mantra that both of them really emphasized. But he is also very different. He's his own person. He's not Donald Trump. He doesn't peddle in xenophobia. You don't see any of those signs at all in his campaign. And so if he can if he can just present himself as a moderate alternative and stick to his core principles, I think he'll be in pretty good shape in the election. Comparisons to, uh, to Donald Trump fair? No, I, don't, I mean, there's some, obviously some comparisons in that they're both business people. Uh, they're both populists. They both try to you know, appeal to some of the same anti-elite sentiments and so on. So those, those are fair comparisons. But the big difference is that uh, you know, Doug Ford isn't, isn't emphasizing, a, you know, for lack of a better term, a white identity politics. He's not talking about keeping immigrants out. And in fact, he's likely to appeal quite considerably to visible minority communities in and around the 905, as he did in the mayoral election. So a lot of the things that people dislike the most about Donald Trump, frankly, don't apply at all to Doug Ford, in my view. Uh, obviously, uh, this all started with the departure of Patrick Brown. They were, you know, they had solid numbers with Patrick Brown at the helm as well, pretty much saying the same thing uh, in regard to the next election. Uh, then all of a sudden, the PC leadership race, things got pretty uh, tumultuous, got, things got pretty squirrely for a while. Uh, are you surprised that they have held the momentum with Doug Ford? Many thought that Doug Ford would be a detriment to this party. Well, I, I think he, you know, he may well, it may well turn out that he was, uh, uh, you know, a candidate maybe not most likely to win for them. And Christine Elliott was a polished candidate, and she may well have had more appeal outside of the Conservative Party. It's a bit difficult, you know, for us to test that directly. But I think the, the, the challenge for Doug Ford is to keep the, the, the message really focused on the incumbent Liberal government. Uh, he can talk in, in generalities and in terms of broad principles about the kinds of things that are going to guide him as he makes decisions as a leader, if he were elected. He's obviously not in a position to get into precise details. He hasn't had a chance to sit down and go through all the consultations and all the analysis that he'd need in order to make concrete, specific decisions. And I think the real the challenge for the Conservatives, or the risk, I suppose, for the Conservatives, is that if they do make the election about themselves, and you know, there's different ways you could imagine that happening, 
One, for example, could be a focus on what Tanya Granite Allen, who's very closely associated with Ford now, might want to do with the sex ed curriculum, or, for example, comments like ripping windmills out of the ground and violating contracts. Those are the kinds of things that might make voters uneasy. And if they, we learned anything from the last federal election, it's that even if the liberals are down and out, there's always a possibility that new Democrats will get scared at the last second, shift their support to the liberals and propel them to victory, as they did in the last federal election. And the numbers that I've seen in the Ipsos poll and in many other polls as well suggest that that scenario is very much in play here leading into this provincial election. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.